Hi, I'm Caitlin Rose, and I'm the founder of Yoga Sesh Podcast. Let me start by saying I am so grateful that you have found my podcast and that you use it to practice yoga, and it just blows my mind that um, I can create an audio library of yoga classes that span um, now multiple years of my evolution as a yoga teacher and that that library is free and open to anybody in the world who has access to podcasts. It amazes me when people I don't know reach out to me and share their experience practicing, just say hello or um, connect with me in other ways and to everybody that has reached out over the years and made a donation to this podcast thank you so much and that thank you is heartfelt um, in many ways um, one way is that I feel so lucky to be pursuing and focusing on for many, many days, months, and years of my life on teaching yoga. And I've changed a lot as a yoga teacher, but what has not changed is my passion for the conversations around embodiment and spirituality that have grown out of what began as my own yoga practice in a gym in Boulder, Colorado, when I was about 16. The other gratitude um, comes from the financial support, and I don't want to undervalue um, your donations and the ways you all have supported me in this. Um, the podcast is a labor of love. Uh, I remember when I had the vision to create it, I went to my local credit union and I asked if I could get a loan for $500 because that's how much it would cost to purchase the used audio equipment from a friend that I needed to have quality audio for this podcast. And the bank turned me down. I could not get a $500 loan. Um, I don't remember what they said at the time, but it probably had to do with the fact that I had a very low income. And to be honest, I don't remember how I got the $500. I might have borrowed it from my parents, um, or maybe I had, you know, some workshop that went well and I put that money towards it, or I had a birthday or something. Um, but eventually I got the audio equipment and I started recording and I started figuring out all of the weird details of like, okay, I have to host it. And then from the hosting, how do I push that to iTunes and fast forward. Um, I continue to learn from the process of making these podcasts. I got super excited the day that I realized my podcast could be hosted by Spotify. Um, not because Spotify is a great company. In fact, I really wish they supported artists 
more, um, but because Spotify is a very useful tool um, for discovery. I discover so much music through Spotify and through sharing playlists with friends and other yoga teachers. And I felt that there was a, a good possibility that my podcast would reach more people if it was on Spotify. So that was an exciting day when it was available on that platform as well. Um, yeah, I think, you know, to be candid, the reason I haven't produced more podcast classes in 2020 as I had intended to do in this, you know, supposed spaciousness of being in a pandemic and being at home more uh, is because I am figuring out how to continue to grow as a yoga teacher, um, both financially finding stability um, and continuing to honor where my interests are, where the most interesting conversations are um, for not only my own evolution and learning, but also um, to contribute in a really small way to this world of yoga, which, you know, at some point I might not call what I'm doing yoga because I'm realizing that there is a cultural appropriation that has happened with yoga and that I firmly believe in the benefit of what I'm teaching, but I do not know if it is appropriate now to call it yoga. That's a really big conversation. I think the conversation is going to continue in the years to come. Um, right now, a lot of people understand what I'm doing as yoga, so I, I call it yoga. Um, and I certainly started off um, with a very genuine interest in the Indian Hatha philosophy and asana and pranayama practices. And then as I grew and learned, I wanted to study other things. And so I pulled in other um, wisdom channels that I was studying and exploring. And then also my own organic experience um, with spirituality and nature being the primary uh, inspiration and connector of my being to this world that I belong to. Um, so with all of that happening um, and being incorporated into my yoga classes, I'm very far from an Indian Hatha yoga uh, paradigm. And so I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just sharing that with you um, to tell you what's been on my mind, one of the many conversations um, as I've evolved as a teacher. I was kind of starting this conversation by saying thank you, and I want to circle back to that. Um, your financial support, the donations you've given has really made this podcast possible. Um, this podcast is really humble compared to other podcasts in terms of its listenership. Um, and I just want you to know that when you make a donation, no matter how small it is, it is felt and noticed. I'm doing everything on my end personally. I don't have any uh, assistance or um, 
people that I hire to do anything, everything from the accounting to the audio editing to the um, creation of the classes, it's all stuff that I'm, I'm doing. And I'm grateful for that experience because it has taught me so much and I get to use my brain in different ways as I learn these really different um, tools uh, and programs that I need to know to exist in this modern world and also to share. So if you have um, the resources to support this podcast, I would so appreciate it. And it can just be a one-time donation. Um, I know some people benefit from having a suggested donation amount. So what I would suggest is, you know, make a donation that is the value of what you would pay a yoga studio in your hometown or city to do a drop-in yoga class. And, you know, send it when you feel inspired to. Um, it doesn't need to be forced. It doesn't need to be reoccurring. Um, but just know that whatever you contribute is really um, deeply felt. And if what you have to contribute is a little note that just says, hey, I've been practicing your podcast and it's, you know, this is the impact it's had. This is the way I've used it. This is where I practice. Um, I love receiving that information. And I, I love it when you paint a picture for me of how and where you've used the practice. So what your internal landscape was like when you did the practice and what your physical landscape is, you know, were you in an apartment? Were you looking out over a savannah? What, you know, what were you doing? All of that just inspires me to stay connected to this podcast and to you. I think that's enough of my babbling. Um, if you have a desire to connect just with a note, amazing. If you want to practice with me, I now do live Zoom yoga classes every single week. I do a Tuesday night class, a Wednesday morning, and a Friday morning. Those are super fun because they're live. I get to see your face at the beginning and the end of class when we're all kind of just dropping in and saying hello. And most of the time I practice along with you. Um, which means that there's just a different quality uh, to my cueing and to the collective experience than if you know, you're doing a podcast class or if you're in a live in-person class. All of these different um, kind of means to delivering a yoga class have a different vibe to them and I think they're all valuable um, and worth exploring. And I also have brought my part of my yin yoga training into the virtual landscape. So. As of right now, my yin yoga training exists um, as a three-week experience virtually. It's three Sundays plus a weekly practice that you can either do live with me on Zoom or I'll send you the recording so that you can do it on the timetable that works well for you. And it's an opportunity for you to learn more about the benefits and the technique of yin yoga and then also explore the foundations of yin yoga, which lay in five element theory, which is a theory about nature and reality. And five element theory has just been so rich for me to explore in my own life. So I love sharing um, 
how you could possibly explore that in your own life through this training. And then the second part of yin yoga training is an in-person retreat. Um, right now that's being offered in Colorado where I'm based um, and hopefully I'll be able to offer that in other places in the months and years to come. And then finally in terms of yoga training, I'll be launching uh, teaching clinics here in Colorado in the summer of 2021 for those who specifically want to hone their teaching skills around yin yoga. There's a lot of other stuff that um, I offer, including seasonal virtual workshops um, focusing on the element of the season. So what's coming up is spring. We'll be focusing on the wood element and then the meridian lines for your liver and your gallbladder. And there will be suggestions for foods that can support you during the season of spring and for practices that will align you with the season and balance you with the season. I love doing these workshops. I do five a year. They are virtual, so you can join from anywhere. To reach out to me, just go to my website, caitlinrosekenny.com. You can contact me by writing a note there, or you can click on the podcast page and make a donation to Yoga Sesh. You can also reach me on Instagram, caitlinrosekenny. And of course, these links will be in the episode notes, and I'll spell it for you. Caitlin is C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Rose, R-O-S-E, Kenny, K-E-N-N-E-Y, dot com or on Instagram. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. And I hope you enjoy the library as it exists and as it will change and be added to. A bow to you. Thank you.